0: Hello and welcome to Talking with Friends. Um, If you can believe it, today we are finishing up The Hobbit and Unexpected Journey and covering Chapter 6, Out of the Frying Pan, Into the Fire. We are excited to be joined once again by our friends from the Swole Hiram. Hi guys.
1: Howdy. Hi.
0: Will you uh, remind everyone where to follow you? Because I will not stop until every person follows you. Well, it yeah, cannot we be are, stopped.
1: <laughs> uh, we are at the underscore swole here and we're that on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. We're on the Spotify's and the Apple Podcasts and all of that fun stuff. And are, Amazon apparently. And Amazon Music. Oh which yeah. No, until just recently. So, yep. that's a thing if you want to listen to that.
0: Yep, us too. I don't really know if anybody does.
1: Yeah, but- I have no idea. <laughs> But it was, why not? I only get the Spotify numbers. I have no idea who listens anywhere else.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think we get the numbers from a few, but there's so many. Like, there's so many, like, RSS feed scrapers, and, like, Mm -hmm. you'll just end up on a random site Yeah. There's, like,
1: Podbeam and, like, all of these other things. Over I don't know what they are, but they're there and people listen.
0: Right. Exactly. (laughs) And thank you for doing that. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, now, you two joined us for a special episode to kick off season two, but I'm really glad that you'll be able to dive into our regular format today to really, you know, analyze the differences between the book and the movie as, as we do here. Um, and especially because I know you two are such fans of the Hobbit movies, which I think I'm really going to need your support today. During
1: this- <laughs> Yeah, I saw the notes. We're going to need it. <laughs> no! I was going over this and I'm like, oh, this isn't that bad. Okay. okay. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Alright. Okay.
0: okay, not going to lie. I was rolling my eyes pretty hard at certain points point okay. so okay. uh but we'll, we'll get there um with all that said i would love to hear before we dive in from both of you about how you generally feel about the hobbit book and movies and and you know how they played a part in your tolkien journey
1: yeah go for it carlos uh
2: yeah um funny funny you say that because i did i don't think i've ever read the hobbit while i was watching the movie i know and it's a different experience for sure. Uh, so I'm, glad, so I'm glad we're going to get into it. I also, uh, for whatever reason, when I think of, um, uh, out of the frying pan into the fire, I always think of the, the troll scene. And so I was like, Oh, we're, we're talking about the troll scene. And then I started reading and I was like, Oh wait, this is like the end. This is like yeah. the, this is like the end part of like the Misty mountain journey. Um, so, um, uh, the Hobbit, uh, you know, like 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 you said, I think Chris and I are are, are two of the people that enjoy um, the Hobbit trilogies uh, as much as uh, anyone can. Uh, we obviously have our gripes with it, um, but we still find it enjoyable movies, nonetheless. Um, even after you know me prepping today for it, I still enjoy it. Uh, and Good. as far as the hobbit goes um i love the hobbit it's a nice quick read i think um typically when i read it, it usually only takes me like a couple days uh, when i was going into the, in, into work on the bus it's usually you know it's when i'm reading it or at lunch so not not too too difficult of a read and it's the first book i read right so it's the it's the book that my brother gave me to kind of get me started on on uh on my tolkien journey um so uh so yeah it's it it, it holds a special place and even though it the you know the movie is different we'll get into that um, i don't think it takes away from the book
1: cool um yeah. And it, with me, it is a little bit different because um, I I didn't read The Hobbit until I was in my late 20s. Um, so my Tolkien journey started with The Hobbit cartoon. Mm-hmm. And I watched that a ton when I was a kid, like five, six years old. Right. Um, but I had already read... Uh, the Silmarillion and the Lord of the Rings before I ever picked up the Hobbit, mm. um, and so for for me, I, I I do I very much enjoy the book, um, but it's not the Tolkien voice that I'm used to, or the one yeah. that like you know what I mean, like yeah. it's not it's not the one that yeah. I automatically go to. Yeah, we were uh, talking about it is that a different voice. Yeah, right? I
0: mean, yeah, it's like it does, yeah. I can't imagine not starting with it. Do you know what I mean? It, like mm-hmm. be, and also I was a, a kid when I was like 10 or 11. So it's like it and as I get to Lord of the Rings and you see it kind of transition from Hobbit more like hobbity language as far as like mm-hmm. the way the book is written to Lord of the Rings and you know it, it ages up, I feel like. And so right. yeah, I can't ima- I can't really imagine what that would be like to like go backwards and like it, because it it is very much written for kids and it is very whimsical and sillier you know it's like it's a different vibe well and it's like
2: it's like watching legend of Korra and then going to watch avatar the last airbender Mm -hmm.
1: yeah (laughs) yeah i mean like that's uh, so i finally read it in preparation for the movies Mm. um like that's why i ended up because i was like i knew that it was a children's book i had seen the movie a million times i knew the story about like the the cartoon right i knew the story about it and everything um but i was like well i'm gonna i'm gonna finally read the book i read Mm. all the other ones i need to read this one as well um so I, i i finally read it and it was just like i I think the reason why I like the movie so much, and we can get into it more when we talk about this, is because it they do have different goals, I feel like. Mm. I feel like the movie and the book have two very different goals. And I think part yeah. of that is because like when Tolkien wrote this, he did not have that final goal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there, there was no final goal when he wrote this book. Whereas with the movies there's a tie-in like we already know that that tie-in exists yeah. and so yeah that's kind of how I saw it I love the book I do um, but I read it now as kind of just like oh it's a fun book that was never supposed to be a part of this story but it's so
0: (laughs) funny because like just with the timing and everything and do you know how like when you read something at a particular point in your adolescence where it just is like like seared into your brain, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And I just feel like, for me, it fundamentally informed the way that I understand Gandalf and Bilbo, and you know, and, and like hobbits in general. So for, I don't know. It's just yeah. it's just fascinating to think about how much that reading order can actually um, affect it, you know. Oh yeah. Well, that's great. I think that is a great lead-in to today's episode. Um, so we're just going to go through it, you know, as our fans know, go through what kind of happened in, this time around and uh, see how we felt. Uh, so in, in the book, uh, uh, I'm, silly. I'm just like bracing myself a little bit. So in the book, oh, yeah. Bilbo decides to purposely surprise them You know, so like, I just got ahead of myself. Sorry. When we last saw Bilbo, ignore me. When we last saw Bilbo in the movie, he had just jumped over Gollum's head and was running after Gandalf and the dwarves. Um, In the book, Bilbo also had to get past the goblins um, of the Misty Mountains before realizing that he had no idea what happened to his friends. So, you know, obviously that's a little bit different.
2: And And get through the door.
0: Yes, I love that part. But and, yeah. and and last time we talked about how they, they moved, they, they still allowed him to get his buttons ripped off, but yeah, with right. the golem scene instead. But rocks, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, of course, Bilbo in the movie knows that he he literally just saw everybody escape. So he's like not too yeah. far behind. Uh, but I, one of the benefits of the book is that We see so much more in Bilbo's head, you know? So one thing that I really appreciate about the book in this moment, when after he's like, he's gotten out, he's, you know, got the sun, the goblins aren't coming after him. You know, he walks for a while and then he's like, I don't know where I am. Like he he like figures out that he's on the other side of the Misty Mountains. He's like, but nobody else, you know what I mean? He's, and he, kind of wrestles with this idea but then he decides like okay I should go back for them because I have this magic ring now and um, but then right at that moment he hears voices and goes to investigate and I just think that is so interesting for Bilbo as a character being like uh, you know and at the same time then we see the dwarves being like screw that guy I'm not going back for him and Gandalf is like so upset about it, right? So, like, um, so in the book, Bilbo decides to kind of purposely surprise them. He's feeling, you know, this ring has given him some confidence, uh, and he stumbles upon Gandalf telling the dwarves that they have to go back. And in the movies, you know, we don't get to sit in this moment as long as we do in the books, which totally makes sense. Uh, But I do love when Gandalf gets mad at the dwarves in the books for not wanting to go back for Bilbo. Like, we don't get to have that moment because it's kind of like, you know, we have to get to these other things that are happening, uh, which I get. But I do love that. So and it doesn't even name which dwarf says this, which I think is funny. Like, how does... How do we not know? But one of the dwarves says he has been more trouble than use. And Gandalf responds with, I brought him, and I don't bring things that are of no use.
2: (laughs) I love that answer. (laughs) Gandalf is very very sassy in this. uh I love it.
1: It But Dory's clapback is the best. (laughs) Like, in the book, like, Dory's clapback of, oh, man, that whole thing, his whole, like, his whole shtick there where he's like, look, you blinded me. You nearly killed me. This guy sta- almost stabbed me. He's just throwing his sword around willy nilly. You expect me to keep track of this guy? Like his whole know, thing was I know, so Gandalf is just like
0: so exasperated. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I-, I just wish you wouldn't have dropped him. You know, it's so, and he's like, yeah. He's like, well, you, you try not dropping girl, him. Yeah. Dropped him. Yeah. <laughs> And then, you know, Dory's like, he, he should have gotten back up, you know, but yeah. they,
1: they don't we know. all followed you. Why yeah. didn't he?
0: <laughs> I, get, I get where he's coming from. I mean, they're yeah. all like, I mean, they have, none of them have eaten in days, you know? <laughs> I would also be that bitch, like, fuck this guy. Yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> like, I can't deal with it anymore. Um, But, you know, that's the moment where Bilbo is like, but I'm here. Don't worry about it. <laughs> You know, Um, which, uh, you know, is fun and obviously gives it's more Bilbo. He's still kind of like full of it because he's got the ring, you know. Um, But I also love this bit with Gandalf because I think a lot of the times when we think about Gandalf sending Bilbo on this adventure, it's really like, you know, he's just kind of being a goofy guy, you know, like it's almost like an elaborate prank, you know, like, Mm -hmm. but There's moments like this where it's like, no, he really does care about Bilbo and really wants to, you know, he's not just doing this just because, you know, I think he's, of course he's thinking about Smog and Thorin, but he's also thinking about Bilbo too and how Bilbo, who Bilbo is as a person and how this could be good for him actually. And he's like, Oh shit. I actually, I I didn't want him to die. Like this isn't, this wasn't the plan at all. We
1: all knew it was a possibility, but I really didn't want this to happen. Yeah. He's
0: like, not now, not with the goblins. No, that's all. That's me. That's my bad. I'll take that one. Um, So I, I really do like that moment. I understand why it's not there, but just for reference, if you haven't read it before, it, I think it's worth it for, you know, that's, that's what really makes the book, you know, little stuff like that.
2: Yeah. And they, and they change it. I mean, that part is, uh, changed substantially. Right. So Mm -hmm. they're, they're kind of arguing amongst themselves, uh, uh, you know, well, Gandalf's arguing with them, right. Why didn't you, why didn't you bring Bilbo? You know, why did you lose him? Mm -hmm. Uh, And they're just basically in the movie using it as let's rag on Bilbo. Mm -hmm. Uh, Why, why did he come here? You know, he wanted to go home and this was his opportunity to go home. Right. He's probably halfway back to the Shire at this
0: point. Uh, I know, I know. (laughs) The the part with Thorin, like, again, we we talked about this last time where it is fundamentally like they've moved. The movies have made it. Choice. I think that's how Minhas put it. That uh, they made a choice to not. This isn't about Bilbo, really. This is like more about the dwarves and so far as the the story. So, you know, they take this opportunity to have Thorin throw in about how Master Baggins saw his chance, and um, and it, it, there is some nice word play here in that they allude to Bilbo thinking like. Thorin says stuff about he's only thought about like hearth and home kind of stuff uh, which isn't wrong like in the book he is absolutely constantly saying about how he's think or when we're in his head like thinking about Mm -hmm. the comforts of Bag End and uh, Tolkien will add like not for the last time so we know that's absolutely true but you know they use this home shit to talk about how, so that Bilbo can be like You know, and yeah, I did come back because I do think about home a lot. Because you don't have one, and I want to help you take it back. And I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Like this whole idea of the homeless dwarf thing really gets my goat because it's like, guys. I mean, okay, like I guess I'm you know it's a choice. It's a choice. I I need to like. Help me move on from this, because, like, I'm always so, like, so, Thorin so this- is there because, like, I just, for reference, you know, they, they aren't actually homeless, do you know what I mean? Like, they've been pretty successful in the Blue Mountains, and, but, like, he's, this whole idea of Erebor has been eating at him, but in the movie, that's, that's not the premise, and I should accept it, but struggle
1: yeah i think well and i think that a lot of part uh, a lot of this and and this part specifically kind of speaks back to it is this idea that they they made it a um more uh what's the word it's again it's less childish Um, so like in the book, Bilbo comes in and here he is, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whereas they took this opportunity in the movie to, we, we know in his head before he made that conscious decision earlier of no, not only do I now have this ring so that I can do this, it is my moral obligation to go back and help these dwarves who could still be trapped in there right and so like he made this decision in the book it was this conscious, conscious decision where we get to see that bilbo is growing that he is changing mm-hmm. right now whether or not they did it the best way in the movie i actually really like this scene i like that he comes out and he is, Good. is he's that, that, <laughs> that, that, that he's showing this part of him right that he's showing that he is changing that like yeah i miss home i miss home a lot I'm not supposed to be here. Like crazy old man came to my door and now I've got a bunch of dwarves that I'm following around. Like I shouldn't be here right now. But I am seeing now like my moral obligation of what I should be doing to help my friends. Mm. Yeah. And that's why I kind of like that scene. And they go a more Dying. like grievous way about it. Right. That's it's this, beautiful, it's a, Chris
0: yeah <laughs> I know I'm like okay <laughs> Fine.
1: see this is why I, I tell people all the time when I when I like stuff like this I'm like I don't know if I'm the one that you guys want on here No, I, you I'm absolutely like, I... <laughs> are though see here's the thing
0: here's the, I'm gonna be honest with you Chris I I hope I want more of this because I I truly don't want to dislike these movies do you know what yeah. I mean no, I have, I and I have been sitting dealing with this these feelings for like 10 years now right or whatever however yeah. long and, a, and the whole time I, don't, time I don't i don't want to dislike you you know what i mean like yeah. it, it's got so many things that i do enjoy so i but then i sit there and i go ah.
2: so yeah no so and the, i get that so thank
0: I get that. you of course truly of course. For, for that <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's, sincere, kind, of, but that's, that's kind of how that's how i see that moment and and, and that's why yeah. i like it and, and granted like i i guarantee that part of it is because it's martin freeman and i i love the way that he Fair. plays the character i love the way that he brings emotion into the character and yeah. all that type of stuff yeah. right um it like does said, it does take a little a bit choice. away it does
2: take a little bit away though from the book part where at that point the dwarves weren't really sure about bilbo's ability to be this burglar that they needed him to be mm-hmm. yeah and you know ballin's Balin's, Balin's yeah. there keeping an eye and making sure right. no one, no one sneaks in and then lo and behold here's bilbo unbeknownst to them with a you know with the with the one ring um and he just kind of appears and so they kind of get a new respect for bilbo yeah um,
0: yeah and and i I think that's fine and i think that's fine
2: because in the movie right you kind of see some of the dwarves already kind of moving that way towards bilbo right they're they're there's they're 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 kind of building this trust in him even though he doesn't really kind of believe in himself yeah um and so yeah yeah it's it's again it's a different medium right so it's like it's it's a book and you're able to like kind of do a little bit more with the book than you are with the movie granted yeah, did I thinking, make they did make a tiny book into three movies yeah they sure, they sure did <laughs> so, so yeah they i really was... could have just stayed completely true to the books but <laughs> they were uh, even, they yeah. could have,
0: but we, yeah. we obviously that's not what we got no. um but i was thinking about that moment and because of all the other stuff that we're about to Talk about, like, they, they move it insofar as... It's not so much the dwarves as... Because, honestly, the dwarves in the book are just homogenous group. You know what I mean? Like, we got some names, but they there's not a lot of, like, differentiators between them. Um, and so far, like, we know who speaks when, but there's not a ton going on. so But with the movies, like, what you were saying, Carlos, is that they are starting to give, you know, like, different... different dwarves are warming up to Bilbo and then it's not until after all of the shenanigans that are about to happen that Thorin gives his Mm -hmm. kind of stamp of approval so they kind of move it and so it's not so much oh shit you got away from the goblins it's more like you saved my ass and I I like you you know but one thing about this part because there is so much that happens right here um, but one of the parts that if I can make a tiny baby edit which is a little baby one, um, is the part with how Bilbo, because Bilbo doesn't lie at this moment, and instead in the movie he he kind of hesitates when they're like, "How did you do it?" and he's just like, "Woo," and he reaches for the ring in his pocket and then gandalf interjects and it's like well yeah. what does it yeah. matter he's here you know yeah um and they they still give gandalf that like look that he has in the book mm-hmm. you know they describe <laughs> it as a queer under look his from under his bushy yeah. brows yeah. um and the hobbit wondered if he guessed at the part of his tale that he had left out but bilbo doesn't even have to lie and i and i think like for the purpose of the movie i i i get it but If I kind of wish that Bilbo had been able to say just a tiny little fib here, because that is really the key and like the trigger for Gandalf wondering about this ring, right? you know, Um, because we know that it's Bilbo's lot like because in the book, he uh, the the dwarves are like, tell us, tell us, you know, and he's kind of happy to to give him the story, but he leaves out the ring entirely. But, and so it becomes like Gollum promised to lead me out, but he couldn't, he couldn't guess my riddle, but then so he attacks me and then he misses me in the dark kind of thing. Um, But (laughs) we know Gandalf is suspicious and, and I love that Gandalf doesn't call him out on the lie in front of everybody. Like he's like, well, you know, because they're, he understands like context. Right. And I, That's great. But later in the prologue of Lord of the Rings, it says that Gandalf thought it important and disturbing to find that the good hobbit had not told the truth from the first. Basically saying that this is very outside of Bilbo's nature um, when he realizes that he was leaving out all the details. And it's like, why would he do that unless something was, you know, kind of making him feel like he shouldn't, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the... The whole thing that starts gandalf thinking that maybe bilbo does have something more than just some random magic ring uh so so if i could make a little if out of all of this i think this is my one edit you know what i mean is just have him say one little thing i think it could have been like a two second throwaway line that
1: yeah i i think that would have been good for sure
2: yeah. I mean, I, I understand why they didn't do it. Right. Cause you're in a movie, right. You just, you saw how he did it. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and so to kind of, it's what, what's the movie, what's the length of the movie extended, uh, non-extended theatrical, theatrical, probably at least pretty, two, yeah. To like two, maybe two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, um, and so, you know, to, to tell that tale again, going to add another five ten minutes right that you don't really need and it'll kind of slow down the pace of the movie i get why they didn't do it uh but right we're we are also told i think in the in the lord of the rings that like Mm -hmm. bilbo's bilbo's impersonation of gollum is so spot on Mm -hmm. that 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 like the i I don't know if it's mary and pippin someone does someone does an impersonation of it right have Have only having having only heard of bilbo's impersonation right and so like you know bilbo's telling this story about the riddles right any chance he gets so like to your point right like yeah they probably should have thrown it in there just as a as a nod even if it's in the extended editions right Right. because people who are watching the extended editions do not care about pacing yeah yeah and i think
0: i think it could have taken up. Even if he just said something about, like, oh, like, I just was, you know what I mean? Like, if he just had come, because I think the ring does kind of give him a confidence in a way. Mm -hmm. Like, even if Mm -hmm. he had just said something about, oh, oh, I was just able to sneak my way out. Like, I just was quietly, you know. Like, played
1: out the burglar side of things, kind of showing that he can be.
0: Yeah. It it could have been just a throwaway line, but then Gandalf could, I think Gandalf would still give him the same look of, like, Really
1: though? Yeah, well cuz we got that we got that in I mean we have that in a in universe um thing in the movies where um where Gandalf is talking to Frodo, right? And he's mm-hmm. saying like I I asked him many, many times and, you know, finally basically got mostly the true story Mm -hmm. out of him. So yeah, like Bilbo has told this story and he's told Gandalf this story, right? And which means like Gandalf in saying this also has said like in universe at the time that Bilbo told him this, he did lie to him at first. And then it's it's like slowly become (laughs) a thing. And that's like in movie or yeah, like, In the movie universe. We just didn't get to see that first lie. Mm. We know that it exists. We just didn't get to see it.
2: I know.
0: But maybe I wanted to, Chris. (laughs) Maybe I wanted to. But. So so that was the one thing that I think is like. If any part of this was like. Important for the bigger tale that we're a part of. It would probably be that. I think Uh, it would have been good. Yeah. But, you know. Immediately after that, pretty much. It's. Action packed. So yeah. because <laughs> we can't get enough of that in this movie. <laughs> like
1: And we get and we get the name of the chapter. Like in the movie. It's I know. Right? They, I, they, I know they said it. the
0: name. I know. Said I thought that they was really cute. I, I did World love. The way, I, <laughs> I, I do love the way that they did it too, because it's very much like Thorne and Gandalf being like, "Oh, not this again," you know.
1: Well, and what I love is that that's a little bit of like throwback to the original Peter Jackson trilogy, right? Mm-hmm. Because in every single one of the movies, they say the name of the movie like mm. in every one you know they he says, yeah they do you know you, 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 you are the fellowship
2: of the ring
1: yeah, you can't deny the return of the king you can't yeah. like all of these things are like you know so it's kind of a fun callback too, yeah they're like let's drop the name of the chapter in there
0: yeah it was cute <laughs> yeah. one thing if if you're on my train and love the Hobbit because it's adorable, uh, like the book, I, I do love that in the book right here, Bilbo says escaping goblins to be caught by wolves and Tolkien adds, and it became a proverb though. We now say out of the frying pan into the fire. I, I love the, his little nod. So like, this is real, you know, like yeah, this is yeah, our yeah. past. Um, so I, I love little things like that. Um, but I, and I love that it, does kind of get into the movie um and so that being said this is the part where um we've got azog finally showing up with his mini orcs and wargs um and this is the scene where thorin finally gets a look at azog and realizes he is not dead as he so confidently stated earlier in the movie (laughs) so confidently i know i mean of course in the book he would have been right because azog is because azog is dead so dead (laughs) um but and i you know i was kind of thinking about is that i kind of suspect that the whole reason they give azog pet wargs is so that they can like use his wargs for this scene rather than have like unknown wargs, yeah. like,
2: uh, wild wargs, which wild is what wargs. it is, right? It's wild yeah, wargs, right? like,
0: In the book, of course, they are just trying to make their way out of the Misty Mountains and they end up in this forested area and there's a clearing and they immediately hear howling, right? And then they mm-hmm. have to scramble up these trees just to kind of get away as fast as possible. I noted that Bilbo does not need help to get into this tree. For, in the he movie does. version.
2: Oh, in the movie version. the movie version. Yeah. Yeah. He's
0: got some- He's an expert
2: tree climber.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He's, He's on
0: up. I know. I do love that, like, it's Dory that is the one that helps Dory's him in the- Dory's always book. the one yeah. that's crap. Yeah. <laughs> Losing him, we're dropping him, yeah. or not, I, you know. i have yeah.
2: got a porter. i a porter
0: but a pre and it, and i love that tolkien's like he really was a decent fellow even though he's yeah. like complaining the whole time but like, <laughs> he does allow bill to scramble up him and doesn't like let him go until he gets out even though he could have been he could have got got
2: but he, he doesn't been, he yeah. could have been work ch- chow yeah he
0: yeah, could have been sure. so you know shout out to dory for real um but in the movie, of course, we've got these wargs who, you know, it's kind of like Sikkim boy. And these guys must weigh a ton because they are uprooting trees. Yeah. And yeah. all the trees are falling down. We're we're hopping from tree to tree until, you know, and we're not so much in a clearing as we're on the edge of a cliff here. Yeah. For reasons. <laughs> I'm it's sure. the same.
2: It's the same cliff that uh, that that uh, Rafiki uses in The Lion King to, oh.
1: to, showcase, <laughs> to showcase
2: Simba. It's like it's the exact same cliff type.
0: <laughs> I love it. And, you know, we love a reference. Um, yeah. So so they're all in a tree that also falls down um, with, you know, just. It just does, and um
2: Cause.
0: it just does Cause, and because
2: drama and it's the last scene and it's climax and we need to look.
1: It, it makes it look them so being on a climaxes. cliff. Them being on a cliff makes it a lot easier for the eagles to grab them from the air. Okay,
0: I I know the eagles in <laughs> the- swoop in
1: swoop in because you need a swoop in grab. <laughs>
0: yeah, but the, the eagles just do kind of whatever and like they pick up everybody from everywhere. You know what I mean? It, yeah. Because. Thorin like he sees that the like you know Gandalf does get to use his fire with the pine right. cones and that's yeah. cute I do kind of wish it had been multicolored, like it is in the yeah movie. yeah
2: that would have been I mean, nice
0: kind of fun why not you know but sure um and I mean, it's
2: more realistic the way they did it I mean realistic What's the right? point for, of for, for, for a wizard for a wizard <laughs> uh but yeah
0: yeah I mean this is a man who specializes in fireworks.
1: Right. Let yeah. him do his yeah. thing.
0: Um, so, you know, that is all happening. Thorin is like, I got to go face this guy and mm-hmm. gets his ass kicked severely in this Just movie. handed to him. I really thought yeah. it was going to be more of a fight, low-key. Yeah,
1: he did not do well. He no.
0: did re- really poorly one thing i wanted to ask you, how makes, you me, felt well, about makes
1: me
2: wonder him. how he got how he bested him the first time
0: well never know maybe it's the maybe it's the yeah it's the
2: ward maybe it's the ward right he upgraded
0: he did. he's got a yeah. steed now um yeah. but you know the part where Azog <laughs> is like taunting thorin yeah. i was like Does anybody know what he's saying besides the orcs? I'm like, is this Star Wars now? I can't tell if Thorin knows
1: what he's saying or not. Uh, I would say probably not. I mean, I I don't know. I would have learn orcish. I would
2: assume. I would assume they they would have learned orcish. Did they? I don't know. I mean, you'd probably want to know the language of your enemy just to now, intercept some messages. Well, well just yeah, just and aware. and
1: it does like it like Tolkien does say that dwarves are actually really really good at learning languages. Yeah, like they, it's, it's it's hard for possible. other people to learn theirs. I just but think it's funny really good at it. that this yeah, choice no, it is was made
0: because like nowhere else but, it, do orcs
1: ever do this. Like, no, but I do like that. Um, that they made the conscious choice. Now, why? I don't know. I like that they made the conscious choice, though, for the orcs in the Hobbit movies mm-hmm. to not speak English or mm-hmm. not speak, like, the common tongue or yeah. whatever. You yeah. You know I mean, what I mean? It's not
0: unheard of for orcs to not know Western or whatever, you know? Right. Um, I, I think that's probably pretty fair assumption if they're just doing orc stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, and I
1: feel like this is, I, I, I don't know, part of me thinks, like, even if he didn't know what he was saying, it's like a power move on Ozog's side. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, could, I it
2: could also be that scene from Austin Powers where we can clearly see the subtitles a- underneath.
1: <laughs> <laughs> underneath,
2: yeah. So, you know.
0: Like anything goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, look if, if I'm to be believed in my fan theory, right, this is all in Bilbo's head anyway, so. Yeah.
0: I it's mean, they're
2: not in his head, but it's his, right. uh, it's his retelling of the tale.
0: He's just making up orcish as he goes. I mean, not, yeah. that's not what happened yeah. at all. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, this is, um, of course, you know, we, we've talked about this. The wargs are kind of Azog's pet in this case, rather than like their own autonomous thing. I do like that in the book at this point, when, Gandalf is... Because Gandalf can understand the wargs, but nobody else mm-hmm. can. And I lo- I kind of love that it points out to g- that it says Gandalf be- is very afraid, wizard though he was, at multiple points in this chapter. And it just made me think about how... Um, I mean, you know, for for reference, if you haven't read this portion of the book, um, this was originally a meeting place that the wargs and the orcs, uh, because of mm-hmm. course, as we know, goblins and orcs are the same thing in the books. Um, that they this is a meeting place uh, because the wargs and the goblins often helped one another in wicked deeds, as it says, and they were planning to raid some neighboring villages. Uh, But the goblins are late because, you know, the ruckus that the dwarves and Bilbo caused not too long ago. Um, And so the fire bit that Gandalf does actually does. it. it, It's uh, pretty helpful at first because the wargs, they can't climb trees. They don't know what to do about the fire. They're on fire. They can't. It's hard to put out. And it's not until the goblins show up that they're like, (laughs) ha ha ha. Awesome, you know, because we've got you right where we want you, and we kind of turn the fire inwards so that, yeah. you know, the what is the song? 15 birds and, oh. and fir trees. Yeah, I don't know. The, the goblins sing in this part, you guys. If you were yeah. unaware, now goblins you know, sing a
2: lot. Yeah, they do.
0: They've, they've got a song in their hearts, right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, fifteen <laughs> birds in five fruit trees. Yeah.
0: yeah, but funny little birds—they had no wings. So what should we do with the funny little things? And it, and then it's it's getting it's given troll vibes with the roast them alive or stew them in a pot, fry them, boil yeah. them, eat them, eat them hot. Um, so the goblins are having a great time. Gandalf is getting increasingly scared. And what I love about this is that. Gandalf is literally about to sacrifice himself. Like, it says that he would not have made it, but he's like, you know, I'm going to get all the power I've got and come down like a thunderbolt, take out as many of them as possible. I'm assuming in the hopes that the dwarves can can get away from everyone else. Um, And I just think that is... I love that because that is the moment that the eagles swoop in, and it's like, Boy. oh, thank God, you know what I mean. And of course, in the book, it does kind of be like, oh, the eagles are like, sw- are like, what is this fire? What is the? What are the goblins up to now? Like these.
1: Rats. I do love that in the book. I love yeah. the sudden change of perspective, mm-hmm. where we're like we're where we're leaving we're leaving you know the the dwarves and Gandalf <laughs> and everybody, and we're now. The perspective of you know the eagles mm-hmm. which I, I thought was really guah here specifically right yeah um and but like i thought that was really cool in the book that it's like suddenly it's it's his perspective mm-hmm. of the whole thing and i totally I, I get
0: cool. why they wouldn't do that in the movie we've never right. had the eagles talk before i think we should but no but you know yeah if if yeah. if they're not going if, to if the works
2: aren't going to talk then the right. eagles can't talk yeah yeah
0: but if and if we're not going to do that i do think it would have been cool to have gandalf kind of muster up like puff out his chest and like about to do this thing because
2: instead or, of having the dwarves fight again yeah yeah,
0: yeah. i think it would have been like for an audience that may have not known the story originally i think it would have been cool rather than like okay like we get it with the moth okay okay we get yeah. it. We don't yeah. need. He doesn't need a, a moth to have like eagle like nine one one. Okay. Yeah. Like I think it would have been cool if it would have been more of a surprise and just Gandalf was like, okay, I'm I'm gonna do this thing, and then it and then the eagles are like, let's fuck up some goblins, you know? Yeah. And, right. <laughs> I yeah. think that would have. Yeah, been I bad. think that was those were two very big changes for me. Um, was first the fact that the wolves or the wargs were actively chasing them. Whereas in the book, they were just meeting there. Like they just happened to be there. And then like, they just happened to be in the same place. And then also the change with the eagles. So the eagles also just happened. They were flying by. They weren't there expressly to get Gandalf or to see them. Mm -hmm. Um, And it kind of, it really changes the tone from things happening to them. Um, In the book to them making things happen to them in the movie. Mm -hmm. And
1: I I, and I have heard that criticism before and and I and I totally get and I do think it's valid of like the criticism of in the book or in the movie. They do take away the idea of luck a lot. Yeah, because Mm -hmm. in the book, luck is a huge factor. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it like luck is a big factor in a lot of things that that happened. Like you said, like eagles just happened to be there. And I think that's very to- Tolkien. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The like,
0: chance meeting type stuff.
1: Yeah. Right. Like Well the whole the, whole the
2: whole the whole journey to Erebor is just luck.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah.
2: It was lucky that um that uh that Gandalf was at the prancing they 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 were was that the prancing pony, right? In the uh, yes. Right, yeah. when he meets Thorin, yeah. When he meets Thorin, right? Um, so, yeah, yeah. I think uh, to what Callie said is like, yeah, it does take away a little bit of, of that. Or to what Callie and Chris said, right? It takes a little bit of, of, away of that kind of um, tone. Chance. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I also thought it was like kind of a significant change. Like in the book... Bilbo's still having a hard time here. Like, sure, he just like got past the goblins, but boy, can't get into a tree. He like <laughs> d- d- almost gets left behind by the eagles and has to like cling to Dory's oh, legs for yeah. dear yeah. life. And my that- arms, my
2: legs. <laughs> yeah, that-
0: I mean that legitimately sounds horrible. um But in the movie, like as Thor, like. Not only like does Bilbo jump in to try to save Thorin, he also like kills a warg like right off the bat. Like not very skilled early, you know, like very well, but he's just kind of it's like, oh, and it and it happens right. right. Whereas well, he stabs
2: a he stabs an orc in the chest. Yeah, yeah. like, like he's, takes he's, him down, tackles him, and then like stabs him in the chest like twenty times.
0: Yeah, it's like this. Bilbo is going for it but it's funny because he doesn't he doesn't name his sword until he gets to use it for the first time and hence sting so i'm kind of like well now in the movie, how do we justify this name? It's very much tied to the Spider. Well, we know.
1: Actually, little little know known it.
2: fact. Actually, little known fact that orc's name was Sting. <laughs> <laughs> as a nod to as a nod to the musician Sting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I agree. I and, and that that's the thing is like they, again, I'm all the they, they <laughs> chose, I know I gotta, I gotta bring, I, I gotta bring her back in. I, I think, I, I think this one is just the fact that like real, and this is what like, like it or don't. Right. But they, it's, it's tonally, they changed the movie. They made a tone decision of the movie and it was that at that moment, mm-hmm when bilbo came out and he decided i am going to help you fight for your land this was a turning point moment this was when he began to be that more adventurous now like not fully right we see that later on that even in the movies there there are times where he's not like fully there still mm-hmm. he's not like he's not he's still a little bit of a reluctant hero right but this this tonally they're like that was his turning point now we're going to see him be like back it up Mm -hmm. and be heroic right and um yeah i mean it does it, it it changes things though a lot and and that's just really they you know the 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 goblins singing songs about them them frying them him hanging from dory's legs um all of that is like again not not bad in any way but it is more childish right and yeah. they made a very active decision that these movies are not going to be that. They are not going to be child. Now, I mean, there are some parts in the extended version and stuff that are kind of childish. <laughs> yeah, why are they naked in the fountains? And, yeah, the dwarves bathing naked. Don't do this but, to me, Chris. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> they're goofy <laughs> as, you as hell. You're on that bus right now.
1: Yeah. But I again, I just see that as like they're continuing that tonal change that they they had made from him coming out and saying, like, I am here to help you and then him backing it up being like, it's I mean, I think it's
0: great that Bilbo helps him, but I just don't understand why he's so good at it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, all of a sudden, right?
0: That that's my question.
1: He's he's on, yeah. He little did he know he's an amazing fighter.
0: I know. <laughs> he's just, I mean, you know, don't put Bilbo in a corner. I guess, yeah. Like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's really it. <laughs> um, that's, that's one of those yeah. moments of suspended belief, right? Yeah. Right, like- it's also
2: it's also like so that that point in the book, right? This is this is the end of the movie, right? So in, in the movie, you have to have this kind of like you have yeah. to have this kind of build up right and then and the resolution think, and, and and thing yeah um, and the and the chapter the chapter isn't that intense right the 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 drama that is them up in the tree isn't really that bad because gandalf starts throwing the cones uh the wargs you know start catching on fire um, shout out to the wargs though big props to the wargs who Still, everyone's on fire around them. Everything's on fire around them. They're still hanging out around the tree, guarding it, making sure these guys don't climb down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like there's not really a whole lot of intensity in there because once the eagles kind of find out that you know there's things yeah. going on here, they they all just kind of get rescued, right? the 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 dramatic intensity of of the movie. We have the you know everyone jumping onto the one tree. Right, the tree starting to like lean over and fall down, and Gandalf, with with all the strength of a wizard who is an old man, holding on to everybody by holding on to his staff. And there's like three or four <laughs> very large dwarves, you know, hanging off of each other and the staff. Mm-hmm. Right, that kind of leads to the to the. Um, it's not intensity, but it's another I word. The- yeah. The suspense. It's not even an I-word, right? The suspense of the moment. Um, And you don't get that in the the chapter, really.
0: Yeah, I think that, like, the difference for me as far as, like... Like, I get it. They're trying to use this as their climax or whatever. I think my problem, A, is that we have had so much of this already in this movie. Like, not... Even before we get to the goblins, like, the whole, like... rock giant thing like Mm -hmm. that was unnecessarily hazardous plus like we were had the whole thing with like radagast and the orcs already chasing them so early like i think at this point it's just like it's been so much you know that it's like hard for me to like get behind and then there's like the whole thing i think that it would have been really neat with this, if it had focused more on like the dwarves, maybe not having an out. Like, I think the whole thing with them and this movie has been like, they're just going to fight their way out of every fucking situation. But in this part, it's not supposed to be that, you know what I mean? It's, it's basically you're fucked. You're about to turn into like shish kebabs. Like you're being burned alive, you know? And, and then that would have been neat. I think for the, the Eagles to come apropos of nothing you know they just come out of nowhere and then later we find out it's like but they don't talk so it's like
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah well and i I do think that you're right though like i mean i I think that that tone change that they you know actively made i think that that could have continued to work Mm -hmm. even with like what you were saying if it were gandalf stepping up Mm -hmm. you know what i mean or like like you see this like look in his eyes of like I've got to do this. I have to do something. And granted, we can't be in his head. Like we get to be in the book and stuff like that. Right. But like we, we could have at least that a bit of suspense. Of course, you know, to Carlos's credit, we can't, you know gandalf can't do that while holding up five dwarves it's, it's, it's a
0: tough spot it's a, You're asking a, it's a lot tough, of gandalf it's a tough spot i do think that that peter has an aversion for how risky gandalf actually is as a person because yeah. you know in fellowship gandalf is the one that wants to go through the minds of moria and aragorn right. is the one that's like dude you are so crazy for wanting to do that. You know what I mean? And in the movie, we obviously make it out like, as if Gandalf is very concerned about this Balrog. I mean, he's not not concerned, but he, he, he's, uh, he's he's like, I'm rolling the dice. Yeah. He's like, we got this. It's cool. Um, He's like,
2: there's not that many Maya here for me to fight. So (laughs) I hear (laughs) there's one down here.
0: (laughs) And, And like, same with this scene is that he's like, you know what? I, may not be able to save myself, but I, I can maybe do something. You know, he's really about yeah. to just like poof on, on things. I think
2: yeah, I think to to what you your point, right, I think uh what they could have done, right, is instead of having all of the dwarves fight, right, um the the wargs and the and the orcs, yeah, just have Gandalf do it yeah they're all up yeah. there Gandalf's up there you know the way the the orcs in the movie are written though they would never have allowed that they mm-hmm. would have all right. joined in at some point so yeah uh, so yeah it's a it's it's it was tricky it was I know
0: tricky. I get it I get it but this is just- my podcast and I have qualms. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Andy, your qualms are valid. They're yes, valid yes. qualms. All qualms talk are valid. Talk me down.
0: Talk me down. Was, I'm asking <laughs> you to. Um, but, you know, I think it's, I mean, you know, more power to Bilbo in this scene. I also, you got I it. I also
1: do kind of love that uh, in this next part of the movie, though, the. Eagles basically just start to play catch. Yeah, with
0: (laughs) I know that it was something tossing
1: them around. That was an
0: interesting (laughs) thing where it was like. Where, uh, like, I think I envisioned, I, I get Gandalf being riding one of the eagles. And mm. and I think it's interesting that Bilbo gets a sweet, sweet ride on top. You know, like, yeah. obviously Thorin is passed out, so he's, like, in the grips of the talons. But there are a lot more people on top of an eagle than I had imagined, you know, in this Yeah, scene. and if you
1: watch any of the, uh, have you watched any of the behind the scenes for The Hobbit?
0: I regretfully have not.
1: Oh, man, because they're uh, they're pretty great for that scene. I
0: bet they are
1: because <laughs> uh, it's pretty hilarious watching all of them pretending to be on the backs of eagles. Oh, and it's that's this cute. Giant, like <laughs> green thing that they're on. It's it's pretty good. Oh, that's it's awesome. Fun. Yeah. That pretty fun? That's neat. But yeah, that is it, again, it's. I think it it goes again to the idea of like why there was why they were next to a cliff and why they were on a tree Mm -hmm. is it was like they needed to. So instead of building this drama of them being like they're the the wargs are going to burn them alive. It was more this idea of like they're going to fall and Mm -hmm. there's nothing that can happen unless you've seen the first Peter Jackson trilogy, then you know that when Gandalf is talking to a moth, an eagle's going to come and save you. You know what I mean? I know. But, like...
0: That damn moth.
1: And so then it's, like, from there, it's kind of fun because they they do that. They fall. They play catch with the dwarves, essentially, right? They're, like, catching them and dropping them and catching them and dropping them multiple times. They're
0: like, oh, I don't want this one.
1: Yeah. And then finally, it's, like, a peaceful ride. Yeah. You know, finally, they're, like, they're just kind of, like flying i mean for some people for others it's still terrifying yeah but,
0: it'd be yeah. a little like, little scary <laughs> uh, it's,
1: it's like yeah. when, when when carlos and i recently have talked about uh when Huron and who mm. were on the back of eagles yeah. and they were like we don't even know where we were we were scared out of our minds <laughs> Fair. like like that was terrifying i
0: know like what do you hold on to
1: yeah like right because, yeah,
0: but, yeah, but you also don't want to hurt the eagle like don't yeah, know. don't
1: we don't we get that in the book? Too? Well, you don't like want to be rude to them. Yeah. Like one of the Eagles basically saying, like, don't hold on so tight or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You it's,
2: don't want to uh, piss them off. That's very. That's yeah, when they get dropped off. I think from the Erie. I think they, yeah. you know, as they're flying back, they're like, yeah, if we if we wanted to drop you, we would drop you.
1: Yeah, yeah like, like chill,
0: like yeah. chill out.
2: You're you're fine. You're yeah. fine. We're I know. professionals.
0: I'm sad that we don't get any sassy <laughs> eagles. Uh, I know. I would have liked it. That's all I'm saying.
2: But then you would have had more people be like, "That's super cartoony." Yeah. They
1: I'll. That's fine you're like right that's yeah, right it, exactly
0: <laughs> the, you know as long why, as can, don't have why problems, can
2: goofy talk but pluto can't but they're both dogs right
0: see? <laughs> we've got these problems everywhere we're, ne- we're never going to make everybody happy but they could have no. at least made me happy there we go <laughs> I
1: agree
0: with that Kelly's <laughs> like at yeah least make me happy <laughs> yep <laughs> If they could just make one person happy, let it be me. Um, Just kidding. Uh, (laughs) I thought it was interesting that they. um, I know that this has no bearing on, like, really the story, but I did think it was interesting that they dropped him off on the Carrick and not in the Irie.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: Wasn't it the Irie that they. Mm -mm, That's the Carrick. In the In the movie? In the movie. In the movie?
0: Yeah, in the in the uh, book they definitely go to the Irby, but in uh, the okay. in the movie they just plop because in the end they peace out and I'm like bye. Yeah.
1: Well, I think I think that whole thing was them not like I think again the there was that part in the book where mm-hmm. the Eagles are talking, yeah, yeah. Dory yeah. talking about how he's afraid that they're they're gonna eat them, right? Yeah, because they're like, prisoners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bring the prisoners. Yeah. And I, I mean, and I, I get why they don't go, go that route, you know. But
0: I do think that the Carrick in the movie is taller than Book Carrack because they can see like super far.
1: Right, right. They can yeah. like
0: see all the way to, they, you know, they have this cute little moment where they're like, oh my God, there it yeah. is, the Lonely Mountain, which I think I like that. Um, but what I don't like, if you want to know, I know nobody asked, but I hate that Owen think he confuses a thrush and a raven and <laughs> a, a dwarf from Erebor. Right. And, right. I, and I get it. Okay. So like, if you don't know, like the dwarves and the ravens have like a special relationship and like the raven, some of the ravens can speak and like they advise the king and stuff uh, back in the day. And most of these, not all, but most of these dwarves were around for that, right? And, mm-hmm. um, I, and I get if the, if the, uh, ravens don't get to talk, it's fine, all right? I'll, I'll let them not talk, but let the dwarves know what a raven looks like yeah (laughs) like they don't look anything alike well they are very different
1: yeah (laughs) and they already like they already mentioned the prophecy too so why say like the ravens are returning when when we all know that it's a thrush that's knocking yeah Yeah. like like that's that's really kind of weird yeah I'd, yeah, that was that was a bad choice, Peter Jackson. That was well, a bad choice. Come on, like, come man. On. Give him come on, give man. Owen some
0: credit. Like
1: yeah. And then you've
0: got, you know, Gandalf it, pointing put, it put out. Put
1: some respect on his name. Come on. It
2: was <laughs> a blooper they left in.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's what it feels like. A but again, bit. so like this is where again, like I I say like I don't I don't know if you if you want me on these types of things. And this is no. at this moment. This is again one of those moments because I'm a sappy human being who just it. likes things. Yeah, is like I love this moment of of Thorin and Bilbo. I absolutely love this moment. Yeah, where yeah. where Thorin is like. You know, you think he's upset. You think he's mad, and in reality, I know. he's he's like he's he just found his new best friend. In yeah. my, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I, it I, is I, cute. I just love that.
0: In my notes, I wrote like that Thorn is unnecessarily aggressive. <laughs>
1: like-
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you, you just woke up from like being yeah. unconscious.
1: Like, I don't think you know how to deliver good news, man. Like-
0: yeah. <laughs> no, nobody asks Thorin to deliver good news. Like, you know. Do
2: you guys remember that scene from The Office where Dwight, uh ends up getting a job in Tallahassee and and uh Andy's like telling everybody's like we've lost Dwight yeah and it's like <laughs> yeah he's moved on to a better place yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's literally that like and like,
1: like, yeah. Thorin Thorin doing that literally gives me um uh Dumb and Dumber vibes mm-hmm. you know yeah. and totally redeem yourself yeah. like yeah. that type of thing that it's yeah. just like but I do like I love that moment. I I love the relationship that gets built. That yeah we get to see in the movies that we don't necessarily have in the book of Thorin and Bilbo. Mm-hmm. And it gets bigger and bigger to a point where you know well i don't know if you want to talk about things ahead but it just Mm -hmm. like it it keeps getting bigger and bigger right to the point where bilbo is pretty much the only person he trusts yeah right and and like i i I like that i yeah i don't
0: have a problem with them being cute at the in that end moment i think it makes sense for what they have kind of built up in at the end of the movie there and i think that it's like appropriate to give bilbo like some cred you know what yeah. i mean yeah um and i truly like besides owen fucking up his birds like i yeah. i i still remember how i felt when i first saw that scene in the movie theater with the i was like thrush the thrush i like yeah. i was here for it <laughs> yeah. and, like, and you see the
1: gold move
0: yeah like the snoot, oh. Oh. <laughs> the little of snoot.
1: Yeah. yeah it was so good
0: i mean that's a great way to end the movie because it's like how do you end this movie that like you know what i mean like that's not yeah. a really a point in the book where they just had to like make it up like where they were gonna right. need some movies yeah. um so so i i did like that i was a little sneak peek of yeah next time and like i mean everyone was so ex- i think that some of the big things about these movies like everyone was so psyched to see Gollum you know like to see how he right. was gonna look in these uh knowing the technology was better and I think everybody was amped to see Smaug you know like
1: yeah well and like I remember watching the movie in in that very first scene where he's talking about Erebor and mm. like seeing Erebor in the movie and just being like oh my goodness because it was just like I mean, it, it was the first time that these red four K cameras were ever used yeah. in any like full length movie, mm-hmm. and and it's just like it was mind blowing how how cool it was, you know. So like, yeah, I do, I I agree that I remember that the end of that and that happening and me thinking like, wait a minute, they're ending it here, but still loving yeah that, like that that ending
0: one hundred percent, yeah. I mean, I I love. I love the thrush. He he's my he's a real one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, you know, that's that's something though that like that um now that's gonna bother me. So I'm like I'm glad that I've helped you in in some things, yes. kind of like but now I <laughs> want to you know. yeah. yeah, that thrush is forever going to bother me. Well he, him calling it a raven yeah. is forever yeah. going to bother me now. Yeah. Forever. This is I'm your just, fault. I'm just this like, is your fault. But,
0: you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh, and <laughs> no, no. That's,
1: yeah, that's Every, everything Chris point. just
2: did for you, and you just, uh, yeah, that's, just that's, that's how you thank him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I mean of all the things that I said and that's the one thing that <laughs> I know that's the one thing that
1: sticks out. And well forever every time I watch that movie now yeah. I'm just going to be like, "Yeah, but Andy's right. Andy's <laughs> right. That shouldn't happen."
0: Oh, it's uh, it's hard being
1: right all the time. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I do like though at um, like to your point uh, you you were talking about how and and this is again, I feel like the movie did it without us being able to get into his brain yeah. with, like, Thorin saying, like, oh, he he only wants to be home, you know? He's missed this and he's missed that and all of these different things. And we get that at the end of the chapter again because, like you said, you know, Tolkien all, all, continues to say, not for the last time, not for the last time. We get that Bilbo is dreaming of home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Right? And, like, so even after all of that, like, Bilbo's still, like... But I'd really like to go home right now, I know. Or, or at least his and I feel that doing that, you know what I mean. I
0: feel it. I I relate to Bilbo so much in his <laughs> books. and
1: like, but I'd really like to just go home and eat.
0: <laughs> I know well, and to that point, I know that it doesn't really matter that we don't go up to like the Eagles' eyrie. I think it's totally it makes sense, but there is a line that resonates with me so deeply from that part, and it's that and it's um, so ended the adventures of the Misty Mountains. Soon, Bilbo's stomach was feeling full and comfortable again, and he felt he could sleep contentedly, though really, he would have liked a loaf and butter better than bits of meat toasted on sticks. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm totally, give me the meat on the sticks. Yeah. That's, oh, right? That's, I, yeah, yeah. Guys, I mean, this is going to out a, me. Is it a corn
2: dog? A... I'll definitely have a corn dog right back <laughs> now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, this is going to out me as like, a super fucking weirdo because i am but as a kid i literally wanted like i would like my mom would literally put bread and butter in my lunchbox like that's what i <laughs> just, wanted just to bread eat bread and butter yeah like, it was like a sandwich but nothing
1: oh God, i love it i uh, butter love
0: it. so when i read that i was like bilbo we're the same we're
1: the same
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh that's awesome
0: which makes me really excited about the next chapter uh, where we're finally gonna see uh, Bayorn in Queer Lodgings, because also honey
1: is- Honey. It's- Everywhere. Lots lots of honey.
0: I I love it. And I love and I just love guy. Bayorn and but I also struggle looking at him in the movie. The design is so weird. It's yeah. a weird yeah.
2: choice, right?
1: I don't want I don't want to jump into that. But I, that yeah, whoa, that was yeah. I'll
0: have to deal with that in a couple of weeks, but Yeah, you, you, you gotta
1: get somebody else on for that one, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know how much I can help you through that chapter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same page. It's... But, yeah, I mean, is there anything else that I missed that, or that we didn't get the chance to talk about for Out of the Frying Pan into the Fire?
1: Um, I'm trying to think. Like, like I said, I feel like, I feel like the biggest thing about that like chapter, the, the, that part of the movie versus the chapter is yeah. in that chapter, it is, it, it's simply continuing a story, whereas in the movie, it's setting a tone yeah right like they use this part of the book to like set the tone moving forward set the relationship of bilbo and thorin um talk about kind of what like bilbo's tone is going to be moving forward what you you know all of that type of stuff it like that was this this Mm -hmm. chapter is what they used for that um which i again like I, I like it. I like this part of the movie. I I will watch Unfinished Tale or not Unfinished Tale, sorry. Um uh the Unexpected Journey Unexpected Journey over and over and over again. Yeah. I love it. I love when, you know, when um, Gandalf and Bilbo first meet. I love this this ending. I think it's I think it's great. Um, and I think the reason why I love this ending is because it does set that. It shows that Bilbo does care. His character is turning a little bit to the point of like wanting to help and not just being afraid. Um yeah. and then, you know, we get to see a little bit more of why why once we get there, Thorin feels very betrayed.
0: Mm. You yeah.
1: know what I mean? Like
0: yeah, I think Once you're a lot happens. better at, like, looking at the movie as just the movie than I yeah. am.
1: Yeah, well, that's why I don't do comparisons. I know.
0: <laughs> that's, <laughs> the, that's the you're whole point. Well. I know, I
1: know. <laughs> that's, that's why this is your podcast and not mine. I know, <laughs> yeah.
0: I know. And I, I think, I, Callie, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we've been pretty okay at not just, like... It, whereas with Lord of the Rings, I... Truly love those movies and books so much that it was more, it's just like a fun, like, thought experiment the whole time. Right. This one has, like, historically, and I've been pretty open about that, it, it's been a struggle for me, but I think we've been doing pretty okay. I, we're not too negative, and I don't want to be, you know what I mean? Because right. I, I don't want to walk around with, like, a cloud over my head every time we do this or something. <laughs> right. I think we're doing okay. We've yeah. yeah. done a great, okay. a great job for this first movie. Um, to quote, to misquote Bilbo, at the end of the movie, I think the best might be behind us. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) We will see. Because I truly... The the first movie is the one that I've watched definitely the most. And that's... I mean, that that, there was a reason... You just kind of fall off from there. (laughs) I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll put it like this. I saw the first one in the theaters three times. I saw... The second one, one time, and I did not watch the third one in the theater. You didn't see the third one in the
1: theater. Wow. Okay. I
0: I just didn't go. It was real.
1: Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) right. that's harsh. I know. know. Harsh. Andy Andy was just like, like, at least finish. At least finish what you start. (laughs) I know.
0: And
1: he's just, just full on like, no, yeah, no, no, you broke no. my heart too many times, guys. I can't no. do it again. I knew it was, it was you, Fredo. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so
0: yeah. So I have seen all of them just not, it, you know, it get, you can see how.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just you, you have to blame Bilbo. It's, it's entirely Bilbo. Oh. It's, it's Bilbo's story. story. Yeah. It's his story. We're just wa- we're just watching. We're what just he's, living in we're it. Just yeah. watching what he's yeah. writing down in his book. Because then, because when yeah. the movie's yeah. end, we so start like, with
0: it's like pre Frodo editing it. I assume.
1: Of course, yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is what he's writing in the book. Yeah, yeah. like as we're watching it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, but I am glad that you had us on, and I am like, I'm hoping. I mean, I hope that we're Part of me hopes that we're not the most uh, supportive of the movie cast that you get on here. Um, we'll but I feel like we will be. Uh- <laughs> we're, s- we're
2: supposed to do another one, aren't we? I think yeah. we're doing the last one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I hope so. So, yeah. yeah, we definitely need to do the last one.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll keep you okay.
1: You need, you need us there to wrap it all up. Yeah, <laughs> you,
2: you got everything, it. everything they just said. Ignore everything they just said. The movies aren't that bad
1: <laughs> if you put it in this context. Uh, I know you just yeah. listened to an entire season of yeah. Andy's podcast, but it's not that. Aha, it's okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it,
2: it
0: just becomes like a, a duo podcast. Yeah.
1: <laughs> (laughs) That's good.
0: Perfect. Well, I truly love and appreciate all of you so, so much. Thank you for being here and walking me off the edge there a little bit. Uh, (laughs) And um, again... Please be sure to follow the Swole Hiram, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Don't forget to find us on social media as well. Uh, Hopefully, if you're at the end, you have already subscribed to ours. Um, (laughs) If if you haven't yet, why? Uh, But also, find us on Twitter and Instagram. You can also um, find us uh, occasionally on YouTube, maybe doing... Some live streams sometimes, uh, and we're also on Patreon now. And uh, if you're interested in supporting the podcast in another way, um, you can literally pay as little as a dollar every month and still get access to all of our content. We don't really have any tiers because I didn't have time to think about that. Uh, <laughs> so if you're a patron, you get access to all of it, and we really support and we really appreciate, um, all the support that you give us. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you very soon.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.